2: Hey everyone, welcome to Web
3: Culture here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the fourth uh, of September, twenty fourteen. This is uh, Jim from Digital Always Media and Dave from Beanstalk SEO. Dave, um, happy post Labor Day.
1: It is post Labor Day, That's and a- uh, hopefully you didn't have too much uh, laboring to do uh, on uh, on the last weekend.
3: Oh, well, you know, I'm, I, I'm working a local election, a municipal election, so it was all work all weekend. But, you know, Labor Day is the, 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 the time when things change. Summer's over, winter's coming. Um, the kids are back at school, unless you live where Dave lives, in which case the kids are playing in the alley with a basketball or something. <laughs> um, and something. Uh, and Christmas is coming. Yep. It's uh, time for people to batten down the hatches and do their last minute uh, marketing plans. Um, American Thanksgiving is coming virtually around the corner uh, to all people on the east side of the Rockies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get ready for it. It's going to suck this year. So bad. It's going to be so cold. Um, which means that e commerce is going to be way up, which means your website has to be uh, ready to go. I'm looking forward to uh, a bountiful Christmas.
1: Indeed. Indeed. And, Labor Day, and hopefully your clients are as well.
3: Well, that's what Labor Day means to <laughs> SEOs. It means looking forward to a bountiful Christmas. <laughs> Another thing a lot of SEOs are looking forward to, especially you know this week going into September, is a major refresh of a whole bunch of stuff at Google. Uh, yep. I think this is, what, the third week that we've said this in a row? Not that one's coming, but that one has to happen. And, um, I think it was dirty socks that we were talking about. Socks that smell like old Swiss cheese. Limburger, perhaps. (laughs) Um, have you seen evidence of a major update happening in, say, the last three weeks? You or anybody you know?
1: I have. (laughs) I don't know if that's a segue because you saw my Facebook rant, or not rants, posts. But, uh, yes, in the last three hours. Whoa! Really? <laughs> Are we breaking news? Uh, I did not see your
3: like, your Facebook post. Oh, okay, yeah,
1: I actually... Uh, I've had to send this off to, to a couple people. I, I had just posted it. Um, yeah, in in the last three hours, this is preliminary stuff for, for all of our listeners. Um, and and uh, Angela here had, had just uh, posted it up to uh, to our blog for us, and I, I Facebooked it. Um, yeah, in, in the last few hours, um, I have seen evidence of the processing of disavow files. Um, which we all know is is sort of the first wave of, uh, of Penguin updates, um, and we have seen this on. Uh, I, I've only had a chance pre show to to take a, a dive into three websites. Um, one had no penalty at all, but looked like or looked like there were some algorithmic um, factors against it on the link side, so a disavow file processed. Um, one uh, two had manual penalties. One had a reconsideration request. The other, we hadn't gotten to the third round of link removals, but because we knew Penguin was coming, we were, between every round of link removals, we were disavowing the ones remaining, just because, in case Penguin hit before we had a chance to, to get the For reconsideration sure. request. All three sites had massive multi-page jumps. Um, like and this is happened multi-page. today? This happened, it, it wasn't there this morning. Uh, it was uh, a couple hours uh, later, so up to about uh, I, I think the first one I noticed was about give or take about an hour, hour and a half ago.
3: You know, um, uh, you, you, you realize we just lost all of our listeners as everybody's
1: jumping. Should have saved that for the end, but yeah, if you've got a if you filed a disavow, um, there's a couple people that I've been I've been sort of chatting with a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. One of them reported not One of them reported that they had seen some stuff um, So it, it does Appear that it's it's kind of in a, in a rollout Process right now but definitely Something to keep your eyes on um, and, and, it- and we're seeing some strong evidence And it does Like really strong evidence of it
3: And to confirm one more time This is not from one website But from at least three So you're seeing at- this on multiple multiple sources
1: Indeed at least three um, and again, the the we're we're talking a increase that is not a normal algorithmic change, like hundreds of positions in one case.
3: And this this was coming from disavows or um,
1: link cleanup. Indeed, indeed, uh, mainly on the uh, the only common uh, point between all three is the disavow
3: that, and okay, well, um, you know, hold on tight then. If uh, Google is going through what, um, I'm looking at your Facebook post now, Um, if Google is going through what uh, it's a very ugly penguin you're using for your Facebook (laughs) post, let's hope it's a nicer one, but if Google is going through a major link re-evaluation, basically a penguin update, hold on to your hats, kids. Um, There could be a whole bunch of churn real fast. Yep. Most interesting. Okay, um, I've been thinking a lot about Panda recently. I've had this uh, this this client that I am just absolutely enamored with. Love these. Love working with these guys. Um, and I got hit badly by uh, a series of Panda penalties. Um, and we've been working them out, kink by kink by kink. And I've been, you know, I owe Jen Slag an article over at um, the SEM Post. Yeah. Yeah. I feel guilty. <laughs> Like If she's listening or if she hears this, po- if you hear this podcast a few months from now, Jen, I really was feeling guilty back today on the uh, 9th of September <laughs> or the 4th of September. And this podcast proves it. Um, <laughs> so I've been thinking about an article I, I really want to write. I've been thinking about Panda and I'm recovering from Panda. And it's occurred to me that it's a lot like turning on a faucet really slowly. And I wanted to use that as an analogy. So I go over to Facebook, right? And just really quickly before getting around to, to writing an article, I I, I just ask a, a question of, of SEOs in my Facebook audience. Um, Simply yes or no, does everyone understand the basic mechanics of how a faucet works? Okay. Dave, Dave. I've got to ask, just because I'm doing this, like, you know, a totally unscientific survey. Yep. Do you know the basic mechanics of, like, how a water faucet works?
1: Uh, you know what? I thought I did. Then I looked it up uh, while well, well, you were just mentioning it, and I went, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, pretty close, um, but uh, but it turns out, no, I didn't. But, um, you know, you, you if you just visualize what you think would happen, I think everybody would get a pretty good guess a, at, at, at the analogy. It's an
3: extremely simple mechanism you move a hole and that hole that you're moving um, controls the flow of and, and, and amount of water through it. Right. You can turn it down and have less water go through it or turn it up and have more water go through it. And it's just a hole that meets, m- matches up with, with your pipe. Right. Okay. Very simple. When you start removing penalties or impediments... Um uh, uh bad text ads, um top heavy factors, um uh uh a whole bunch of unresolving four oh fours. Uh, uh ho- anything that could be considered part of the the panda set of penalties. Yeah. As you unknot this issue, it's like opening a faucet bit by bit by bit, <laughs> and you can see the traffic <laughs> You know, if this were a lecture theater, I'd be asking you to stand at the hall, young man. Um, <laughs> you can see the energy flowing back into the website bit by bit by bit as you remove, you know, uh, certain, uh, certain pieces. Right. So I wanted to use this as an analogy. I thought it was a, a great analogy. I, mean, I, I tried this into Facebook, and uh, some of the responses I got were quite helpful and quite funny, and some of them were terrifying. Brian Eisenberg immediately writes back, look at the search volume for how does a faucet work. Right. Uh, Todd Friesen writes, that's funny, or laugh out loud. Uh, th- th- so I went and looked, and it was actually terrifying, because it, it turns out that I have a lot of people who have no idea how a faucet works. Right. However, <laughs> cool thing is, if you go to, go to Google, and uh, Todd Friesen suggests you go to Google and type in how does. Right. I'm giving people time to do that. What do you see as the very last one of the auto-completes? Auto-suggests? Oh, uh... oh yeah, well, there you go. I thought, I thought you'd be on it. Sure.
1: Okay, so how sure. does... Sorry, you know what? I would pulled it up earlier when you were chatting, so I'd already done it, so I had to redo okay. it. There you um, go. Okay, so how does the Tinder work? Is that the one that's you're... That's the second one. How's the last one? <laughs> oh, that's the one I'm getting as the last one. Isn't that interesting? Oh, okay.
3: I get... My last one was, how does Plan B work? Which I thought was amazing, because I've never really understood Plan B. Um, (laughs) Anyway, it goes on and on to a number of people just confessing that they have no idea how a faucet works. Right, fair enough. Uh, (laughs) um, That just hurt my brain so badly. It's been (laughs) a day of that, actually. Uh, Facebook just sort of hurting my brain.
1: <laughs> Pesky Facebook, Pesky um, Facebook indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not sure what I just heard. Was that your stomach or something? <laughs> okay, let's go to fun
3: news. We got uh, about five okay. minutes before we got to go to break. Chicago Tribune is reporting. This is a great one. Google <laughs> is going to refund 19 million dollars for uh, stuff that kids purchased online. Yep. Um This is all through um in app games or like you know um apps that are on mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Apparently games like Ice Age Village and Air Penguins offer children who play them um ways to level up if you just add X number of dollars to your uh cell phone bill. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, paid for by mom and dad. Now, I, I I I myself have to confess, I've never actually played one of these games. I don't know about Candy Crush, but I, I mean, I know how they work, and it sounds like a, a really cool um, revenue model. Yeah, <laughs> um, when, when you think about it, like get people addicted and then charge them a little bit more to get in further into their addiction. It's a revenue model that's worked for centuries, um, yeah. not necessarily in a healthy way, but a clearly proven revenue model. Um, well, apparently, Google uh, allowing people to, to 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 purchase in-app games on uh, in-app or in-app purchases through their games, they owe parents in a class action suit nineteen million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing: it was only six parents.
1: Okay, I, I made that. I made that uh, part. Okay. okay, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! What are these children doing?" Well, it sounded, <laughs> yeah, it sounded a lot funnier in my head, right? <laughs> you know what the thing is? I think your your problem there was there's so much weird crap that goes on, <laughs> and so many weird numbers get thrown around in our sector that my initial instinct was, "You got to be kidding me!" But I that wouldn't was, have been shocked that six kids could rack up like
3: a nineteen billion <laughs> dollar bill on stuff. I mean, I could see internet; they were on Amazon, right? <laughs> in a similar case, this is also reported in uh, today's Tribune. In a similar case, the FTC went after Apple Incorporated back in January, and Apple had to refund thirty-two and a half million dollars. Again, in author- unauthorized charges made by children. Right. So, two things, parents beware: your kids are spending your money um on in-app games, and you know whatever it is to get them through to the next level of addiction. um and, uh, game and app makers, um, I guess there's one of two lessons here. Either get what you can while you can, um, or find ways to prevent children from actually having to purchase stuff to level up in their games, because, dudes, that's just not cool.
0: Okay,
3: nope yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I, uh... Oh, come just, on it's here's, kids. Here's, my, here's, here's what I've always found a little peculiar and this is just my two bits on games like that so you sit down you're playing a game you're enjoying your game that's the reason that you're playing correct let's take Candy Crush as, as an example because it's one I'm more mm. familiar with than these ones so now you can buy these things to get through the game faster Okay, why are you buying things to get through something you're supposedly enjoying doing faster like you're racing yourself to not being able to do that thing anymore well, it's so why are you doing game. that? It's, yeah. about, it's about
3: needing fulfillment for, for for finishing the process,
1: right? I want to uh, get through this level faster to get on to what the next thing that will be challenging, right? Like, well, I no, know.
3: no, 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 no. The next thing that might be challenging is just you know that's 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 the next hit a crack. What you want is the high from the hit a crack you're using now, and that's the nice bingy noise or the reward right. sound. Or the fact that you got seventy-five uh, Google points, or something, right? Uh, was it? yeah, seventy-five Google points. Um, that's the new numeric system. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they, that's the high Game theory, or The gamification of stuff is actually is quite like that in marketing. Yeah. Um, you you know give people a reward for something that they've achieved, such as looking at your product. good for you person okay we're um god it feels like it it feels like the thursday of like a short week like there's a long weekend in my life somewhere (laughs) um we're gonna be back in a few minutes we're gonna be talking. actually you know what we got some fun stuff to talk about uh yeah dave you're seeing movement and disavow this is going to give me and a bunch of other people a chance to go look at Webmaster Tools in the next few minutes. Here's a neat question. Could DuckDuckGo actually overtake Bing? That was being talked about on Search Engine Land today. Um, and uh, I think we really should talk about Christmas and getting your site prepared for Christmas. Tis the season, eh? Indeed. Okay, so friends, we're going to be coming back with those topics and more. It's the 9th, the 4th of September 2014. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. You're listening to WebCulture on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're going to be back after these messages.
2: Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, at bruceclay.com. Commercial's off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome
3: back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Meeting and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. It's the ninth it's the 4th of September 2014. <laughs> Why am I doing that? It feels like the 9th of April. <laughs> it's the 4th of September 2014.
2: Well, isn't it how the, the UK does it? They always do like the 4th of September, 4, 9, 14 when they you know, put the dates out like that.
3: Well, yeah, most of my clients are, are um, based in the US. In Canada and the, the, the Commonwealth, we do uh, date, month, year. Yes. America, it's month, date, year. Yes. Um, all my annotations in Google Analytics have to be month, date year because I'm you know writing to uh, uh, American clients. And when I look at the little uh, clock at the bottom of my, my tray, uh, my eyes get all messed up. Yep. It's so much easier when we get further into the month, and I know for a fact, that there's not a 13th month, no matter how <laughs> much I might think there should be. <laughs> um, which brings us to talking about SEO. There's no free lunch, no matter how much we think there should be. Uh, (laughs) damn it. Um, Actually, kind of there is a free lunch. Well, not a free lunch, but a less expensive lunch. Google is doing some really cool stuff around um, helping people. Okay, uh, minor mea culpa. We started the show off saying Google's got to clean itself up and, you know, talking about uh, dirty, smelly socks and stuff. Yeah. But the truth is, we're going to go into talking about how Google's making uh, reconsideration requests infinitely easier. <laughs> um, so, uh, to Google, hey, you know, it's my fault. Dave had nothing to do with it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> totally me, 100%. Dave really appreciates what you're doing, and I do too. <laughs> um, is that cool with you, Matt? Like you know, yeah. I I didn't blow your rep or nothing, did I? No, we're good. Okay. Um <laughs> I, think I had one. So go right ahead. Okay, <laughs> but to check this out. Like again, SEO's myself, Dave, I'm I'm sure I can include uh, you and your staff and you know, everyone's been like, you know, very antsy about the amount of work we've had to do to help clients recover from a year and a half worth of um well, just basically getting slapped around. Yeah, I don't know how else to phrase it. I mean, I do know how else to phrase it, but we're a PG racist, (laughs) so I I can't. Um, But Google's now making it easy to um, disavow links. Oh, you know, newsflash. It's just coming into my uh, left ear. I'm misquoting. In fact, it might be harder.
1: (laughs) Okay, I was about to go. Are you seeing something I'm not... Yeah,
3: um, no. actually, I was just setting myself up to, to say, Google, you're not making it easier, after all. <laughs> you are culpa. Um, disavowing links may not be enough. You actually kind of got to go and do the work to, you know, remove uh, inorganic links.
1: Uh, um, I, I didn't know this was new news.
3: <laughs> but what is new news is clarification. Um, in a series of posts that have been around Google+. Um, And uh, Barry's posting something that goes back to October uh, 2013, but but again was brought up again by John Mueller. um, Reading, for link-related issues, remove all of the inorganic links pointing to your site. If you're unable to get some of the links removed, you can disavow them. And that's it. That's the directive. That's about it. But if you only disavow links and that is your strategy to get rid of bad links, um, that's probably not going to be enough. And, you know, in a way, that does make sense. If we... Uh, well, no, it doesn't, actually.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. here, I'll, I'll come to, as, as I'm apt to do in, in these discussions, I'll come to, to Google's defense just to be the foil here. Go, sure. be, and, and you know what? Because I spent uh, a lot of time doing the sort of More, I think I've spent more time doing kind of the gray stuff back in my affiliate days uh, than than you did. And I I picture a world where I could spam the crap out of backlink profiles, keep a log of them, and as soon as the domain got burnt to the ground, hey, I don't need to start again. Quick disavow, funnel them all in and start again from scratch with with no extra work. Of course, I'm going to go that route. Right, like, of course, that's the easiest thing to possibly do. Hey, no problem, right? And and so there would be no real penalty per se for using horrendous link tactics because as soon as it hit, you know, all you got to do is just convert your link spreadsheet into a disavow file, and uh, you're done, right? And and now you fix the problem. So I think they really need to go this route to sort of make it. An onerous task to undo the bad that you have done and make it a make it an actual penalty so that doing wrong is costly
3: well well here's here's a question for you um, how many people google has to has to make hit uh, has to present serious disincentives to spam the search engine to take advantage of uh, 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 loopholes in the way that it works. Okay, I get that. And the way that they're enforcing it is by penalizing and then making it really hard to get out of the penalty. You have to work to get out of the penalty. Mm -hmm. The question is, is there more people trying to maliciously damage or maliciously gain position in uh, 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 Google's ranking by manipulating it than there are people making simple mistakes making stupid mistakes. Um, You know, uh, uh, webmasters who've read this and that just enough to sound like it's common sense, but they don't, they're not showing a clear pattern of being malicious, they just did a couple stupid things. Google hit with like a very wide-headed hammer. You know? Um, It stomped with a big boot. Oh yeah. Um, I'm just wondering at this point it's been like 18 months and then again we just read the sub stories of people who say look we're good people we didn't mean to spam you um anyway it it just has google been i guess the question is has google been too tough is is uh, uh uh are they hurting more
1: people than they're actually
3: trying to hinder
1: yeah yeah i mean you know what the the problem that we have here is um, you know, and I, I know you know this. I'll pretend to be the the sort of counter or, or foil here, but we all kind of know what the what the score is here. the The problem that we hit here is that we pick up the phone and we talk to the clients. And, I mean, and that is the problem that you and I have, right? is is I talk to that person who was devastated and has been waiting ten months. And, you know, their business is down. And, yeah, they hired a bad SEO. And, you know what? They might have known it. But they weren't informed of what the real costs were, right? Like, they probably thought, hey, you know, I hired them. They did a bunch of stuff, you know, articles indicate They probably thought, worst case scenario, it's going to be a zero-sum. And they wouldn't have been properly informed about the long-term costs of these. So we're talking to those individuals. And now, all of a sudden, you know, you you can't help but feel for them. And you can't help but go, this is unfair. Um, But... From Google's standpoint, it's a zero-sum game. That same person that we're talking to who has been devastated by this, his position just got replaced by somebody. And that person is ecstatic that that person got penalized. They don't know it, but they are, because now they've got a spot. So it's a zero-sum. There's, there's a level playing field, and everybody wins. There's, there's no perk for Google. Um, and because they have to deal with people gaming their engine very aggressively in some cases and, and mm-hmm. for all of our listeners, you know who I'm talking to here um, You know, and I, I don't make a judge on, on whether you're doing that as long as you understand the acceptable risks, but you know, they are dealing with that and it is a zero-sum game so I can't blame them. I can't come back and go hey, you know what, you should lighten that up because the lighter they make it, the more attractive the strategies they're trying to get around become. Fair enough. I totally get that. I hear that.
3: Um, again, just my heart is going out to people who are going through week after
1: week after week after week of anticipation. You know, it's. Uh... Oh, indeed. And, and how bad is it for us, too, where we're like, and it should be coming up on like three months ago, we thought it was coming. <laughs> and it's like, oh. And I'm hey getting hopes up and then crushing them.
3: Hey, Daddy, where's all my Christmas presents? i oh,
1: sorry, kid. Oh, we, uh, sorry, kid. Uh, you should uh, know this,
3: this, right? this year we uh, here, Here's some grass. <laughs> really? Daddy, this yeah. is from uh, the lawn. <laughs> well, that's a wonderful this year either, kid.
1: Well, and based on their past pattern, too, it's like, you know, me hopping in the car, you know, up here in Victoria and going, Hey, kids, you know, hop in. We're going off to Seattle. And then, you know, you sort of hit Seattle and they're like, Are we there yet? And it's like, No, I think I think we're gonna go for Montana and then as we pass Montana, are we there to I've gone for Boston. Right? <laughs> like we're just these poor kids, you know, sitting in the back seat and we're going, No, sorry, it's you know, we were we were we decided another three months you gotta wait to get out so I of course my heart goes out to them um, you know of course I feel for them a lot of them are my clients you know they, they've come to us with penalties or whatnot, and we're trying to help them out um, and, and you just you want to see it work for their sake um, and, you know, of course, there's that part of just professional pride. You want to see it work for your own sake, too. Well, and, um, okay. you know, it, where it, it just keeps extending. But hopefully, hopefully we're we're seeing that tipping point. And as a warning to all of our listeners, if this is one, I have a hunch it's the last one we're going to see this year. There you go. Okay.
3: Um, why do you, oh, okay. Why would you say this is the last one?
1: What makes you say um, that? Well, you know, you and I remember an update called Florida, <laughs> and and we go we go back. I mean, I, I could see maybe some corrective ones. Maybe they'll throw us one. Maybe, maybe, maybe um, in you know early October. I can't see them putting the you know two that close together. But can you see them throwing an update this large again? I think um, they have until
3: I think they have until the middle of October before they have to call a halt to it. Um, middle of October will give people time just time to react to it. Um, in Google's eyes, they have until American Thanksgiving. Right. Um, which doesn't necessarily work for um, web marketers. Um, if, the, if the update happens on America if you see the effects of an update around American Thanksgiving, <laughs> you've got to react to it, but you have
1: no idea what you're reacting to. No, so oh. indeed, and probably not a lot of time, if any, to react, because there's yeah. probably not going to be a big update after that. Like, if it's a Penguin, good luck. You're, you're waiting it out for the rest of the year.
3: Okay, yeah, we are about five minutes before we got to go to our next break, so I want to jump on to something else. You know who I really feel sorry for right now, though, Dave? Like, the the, the group of people I feel the most sorry for going into the, the
1: Christmas holidays? Pardon me? Sorry?
3: to know the people I feel most sorry for in the online okay. world going towards the holidays? Who is that? Google. No. <laughs> Google. I feel so bad for these guys. You know why? Because according to Jennifer Slagg over at the SEM Post today... actually, yeah. oh, my mistake. On August 25th, so last week. But this is a story that's got to be kept alive, and I know we haven't talked about it yet. All of Google's AdWords and all of Amazon advertising through Google AdWords... Are going to be you know Google AdSense, Google advertising is going to be gone from the Amazon system, and Amazon will stop advertising through Google's AdWords program because they're launching their own in-house ad program, Amazon sponsored
1: links. Poor Google. Poor Google.
3: Possibly. Well, not necessarily poor Google, but not not as uh, mind shatteringly wealthy Google. Now
1: just mind-blowingly wealthy. Well. <laughs> Indeed. Do you think this could have an effect? I mean, honestly,
3: do you think that Amazon, which which is a behemoth when it comes to... which is online shopping now... Yeah. Do you think that they can actually put a dent in uh, Google's quarterly or annual profits by removing
1: ads from their page and removing their ads from Google's system? 100%. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this is going to damage... Like short term, long term, I think in the short term, yeah, it's gonna damage Google just directly. Um, you know, in, in drops in uh in revenue from Amazon. Um I think in the long term we'll be looking at a, a more um substantial impact of this as Amazon launches um, you know, I'm predicting, you know, sort of guessing at what Amazon will be doing next, and of course, I don't know, um, but I'm going to pre- be predicting that Amazon's going to go more aggressively after, um, you know, sort of paid and AdSense related, you know, sort of AdWords, AdSense challengers, uh, more aggressively, and if you offer, you know, AdSense publishers, um, you know, one penny more, huh there you are. So um,
3: here comes the next question. Is uh, could this make an impact on the overall uh, internet advertising ecosystem?
1: I think it will. I because think it and will. And spends going different directions. I think it will. I think it's great. Now, I think it's going to be, in my guess, I mean, more and more and more money is going into digital every year, right? It more and more goes in. So I do think it's going to be one of those cases like we see with Calm score, right, where we see, you know, Google lost 0.1% of, of search market share. i just using them as an example. That's not accurate to, to, to the last mm-hmm. month. But, uh, you know, loses 0.1, but then you look at their total number of searches and it's still up. <laughs> like the total number of searches done on Google is still up and the revenue's up. I think we're going to see that sort of environment where, yes, it's it's splitting up um, a, a little bit more. Yes, Amazon's going to be taking some market share from them, but because more and more money's going in, I think Google revenue is going to continue to climb, but they won't climb as rapidly as as they could because of this, you know, sort of split out. So, um, you know, do I think Google's going to be hurting, you know, come, you know, a year from now coming, you know, entering into, uh, you know, Q4 of uh, 2015? Uh, no, I think their, their revenue is going to be solid, higher than it is right now, but not as high as it could uh, could be unless they come up with a really, really good counter.
3: Oh. You mean Google comes up with their own sort of like in-house shopping sort of space <laughs> and engine, and they're going to pull this off successfully? <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo! <who?
0: laughs>
3: oh my god! Our new statement of irony on the uh, uh, on WebCology is Yahoo. <laughs> Okay, we ain't got to go to break. It is uh, 20 minutes to the top of the hour. We're going to have about 15 minutes we come back from break. And I want to talk about Christine Sashinger's article over at Search Engine Watch, Last Minute SEO. Here come the holidays, because, as I said before, tis the season. Friends, you're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 4th of September 2014, to be clear about that. Uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. We're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight
2: and don't move. Webcology. will be back after this short break. Bubble Fast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the BubbleFast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at BubbleFast. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. You know, the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology
3: on webmasterradio.fm. We're rounding out the hour on the 4th of September, 2014. First time with the show. I haven't messed up the date. Uh, this is Jim Hedger <laughs> from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from SEO, And... Well, we should have labeled this the Christmas is Coming episode, and like many website owners, perhaps we should have started talking this a little bit sooner, because there's a lot to cover. Dave, we're coming up to Christmas. Christ, the wonderful Christian Sachinger, uh had a piece in Search Engine Watch uh, published yesterday. It's weird, eh? Like, you know, the Labor Day really is an intense day in the in the web marketing community, because that's sort of like the on-off date, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really, really is. Um, and you know, I mean, there's, there's two angles to things, right? That you and I both, uh, both know there's, there's the SEO side of things. Um, and, and when we're speaking about the organic side, which is, you know, when I'm talking about SEO, um, yeah, you, you, you hit that point and it's, it's pretty much like if you don't have it now, there you are. (laughs) <laughs> like, well, that, that's that's as good as it's as it's going to get, pretty much, because Google does tend to slow down on its on its updating and things like that during the, the holiday season. Uh, but what I, I hope people don't confuse, and you know, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, probably to most of our listeners as well, is that doesn't mean you have to slow down on AdWords. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be you know reading Tim Ash's book and trying to figure out ways to increase your conversion rates.
3: Well, it also doesn't mean that you have to stop or slow down on your organic search efforts. Things can pay off relatively quickly. Um, I mean, if you're, if, if you're starting from a position where you're in deep trouble now and you need to improve before Christmas or you're a brand new site and you need to have those placements to make Christmas, that might be problematic.
1: Right, I guess that's the environment I'm thinking. I'm on page three on Thanksgiving. Well...
3: <laughs>
1: well, if <laughs> you you're on know. page three on Thanksgiving...
3: That's the trouble, but this isn't Thanksgiving. This is Labor Day. We have what two and a half months
1: before we get to Thanksgiving. Three right. So now would be the time to really buckle down. <laughs> no, totally right. What
0: the <laughs> hell is Jesus? <it? laughs> Listen,
3: <laughs> listeners will not be surprised to learn that Frank Watson is in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. The mellow, the mellow music sounds of Frank Watson. That was him playing uh, an ancient medi- uh, medieval English lute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
3: uh, we're going to have Frank coming back playing saxophone uh, after <laughs> these messages. Uh, anyway, uh, moving right along. Uh, where were we? Uh, Organic we, Search. Right. Yeah, we um, were. We'll, we'll you got a website. It's on page three, it's uh, Labor Day. Was two days after Labor Day, so they're a little bit late. Yeah. What are we doing to to improve this website? What's the very first thing you got to do if 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 you're advising somebody? What would you tell them?
1: Uh, first thing I would do is take a look at first, second, and third level keywords and come up with some realistic targets. Step one, right? Don't okay. don't try and go after widgets. Maybe go after you know two-inch blue widgets, right, or something like that, right? Like you, you, may, you first first step of this is going to be we got a couple months here, so what's realistic to get done uh, with the with the resources that they have available? Uh, you know, then the, then the hard work begins because then you're getting into a link building, b which is you know pretty time consuming. B you know you may have to restructure the entire site navigation if you're in a rush, like. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, based on my approach, you may have a different one. I, I'm interested in hearing it. Um, but to me, if I have a short-term campaign, the way I approach things is very different. And if I'm going for second and third-tier phrases on a site that ordinarily I'd be taking those as pleasant byproducts but have bigger, loftier goals for the long term, I would actually structure the entire site different for these two goals. So if you're giving me two months, I'm going to structure the site different than if you're giving me two years. Indeed, like, I go, hear that. for bigger goals. So that's that's really what I do. And then something I think you know a lot of people forget, and I, I talk, you know I, I've I've done this as well. Um, when I think about organic, I think about titles, right? Title tags. Those are you know those are something when I'm thinking about organic. And I had mentioned, and incorrectly so, um, you know that Thanksgiving's kind of that cutoff. Yeah, it is. But if I'm thinking about organic SEO, you know what? The closer and closer you get to the holidays, uh, the more anxious people are getting when they're doing their research and when they're doing their purchasing products. And I think we need to remember to step in as we get closer and closer to those holidays. Remember how panicked we are with our shopping. Remember how panicked those users are. And start to take a look at your titles and descriptions, not from your SEO standpoint at that point, but going, okay, these people are in a real rush. We need same-day delivery in the title now, right? Or, we, you know, you may start to adjust um, those sort of things. And remember, it's going to take a little while to get picked up, so, you know, a day or two ahead, you know, of when you need it. You know, be sure to change your title and descriptions to try and attract those clicks, because the closer you get, the more panicked your users are. And it's not about rankings, really. It's about a click. So the more clicks you can get, the more successful your campaign is.
3: Okay, now... Um... As I said earlier, we are um, 16 or so, I'm sorry, not 16, I make that 12 weeks or so ahead of, maybe 11 weeks ahead of uh, Thanksgiving. Yep. Thanksgiving, um, Black Friday slash Cyber Monday is when the buying cycle begins. Yep. Is there time to perform a full website audit before jumping into action?
1: Um, You know what, I mean, that's of course going to depend on architecture and size right like what's it built in how big is it (laughs) okay Uh, you know and i'm sure we're totally in on in the same boat here um to to perform an audit yes i think you know one way or the other especially if you got an in-house team here yes you should be able to audit it heck if you got an in-house team they probably already know what's wrong they just haven't fixed it yet um (laughs) You know, or, or you may need an outsider. You know, we, we all, nobody knows if their baby's ugly. Sometimes you need to pull in an outsider, even if you've got a highly capable internal team, just because they've looked at it too much. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, you know, but I, I, I do think there is time to do that. There is time to address the issues. Um, but I think it, it really needs to be, you need to stagger these things out properly. You, you can't wait for the audit to be done to start addressing things. You need to just prioritize what needs to be done in the audit. And, okay, get your keyword research redone. Okay, do, you know, and some competitive analysis to understand what the scope is and what some realistic expectations are. Great. Okay, now get your guy starting to rewrite the content on those pages. Get your develop. you know, at the same time, you know, now you've started your audit on internal linking structure. Power that through because your developer needs time to deal with that, right? And And sort of staggering these things out. I think, you know, could you have the perfect solution? If your site's big, probably not. But can you have a better solution? Probably.
3: Okay. Um, for me, I, I agree with the uh, with the idea of a rolling audit. Um, as you discover stuff, um, provided it provided your analysis of it wouldn't be affected by stuff that might come later in the audit. When right. you discover stuff, you should fix it immediately. Okay. Um, the word on titles: there's a lot of power in those site titles. Um, To this day, I see web pages move because of changes made in the title. Um, That's in ranking. Um, Your note that it's wise to put in features like same-day shipping or free delivery or uh, uh, if you live in a state that doesn't have an Internet sales tax, note that there's no tax on this state, whatever. Whatever incentivizes the click, it's wise to put it uh, in the title state if you're not fighting for rankings but fighting for uh, visibility and clicks. Which is a, an interesting way to think about it, eh? Yeah. Because um, it's it's, it hasn't been about pure rankings for the longest time. Rankings is just being found quickly. Um, I've noticed a, a, a trend in analytics. Now, now, organic search is always the prime driver. No question about that, eh? Yeah. The bulk of traffic <laughs> is coming from organic search, always. Definitely. And if it isn't, you've probably got a problem. But I'm noticing other refers uh, being bumped up um, substantially. For instance, and I mean, like, often you, you and you can follow this trail in uh, in Google Analytics, but um, somebody sees something in Facebook, and they click on it, they copy the link out of the address bar, and they put it in an email that they send to their friends, rather than sending it via Facebook. Right. So you're getting another referral. <laughs> In your analytics, because it's come from an email or something, uh, a private email that isn't measured at all by Google, unlike an email that you might send out, which you you can have measured by Google. Um, I'm noticing an uptick in, I'm not going to say unconventional sharing of information, but it is kind of unconventional, because it's the way we used to do it before social media. (laughs) Way back in the day. Yeah. Um, I, I, I found that odd. I honestly I can't figure that one out. Why are people sharing information that are sharing information via email, private emails rather than um, in the public realm or am I missing something? Am I or is analytics missing something in the social uh, in the string of uh, in the social
0: string?
1: You know what? I, I, I'm not sure the answer, and I've seen it too. I was actually just uh, doing some some analysis on a new site uh, just a couple days ago, and saw significant increases in their direct traffic. You know, what's reporting is direct, so you know a lot of that's lumped into the kind of traffic that you're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm really not sure what's creating that. It's almost counterintuitive to what you would expect to be, but I'm definitely seeing it as well, and that definitely makes it something. As an you know as somebody who loves analytics and I'm sure you, you and, and most of our listeners are on on this page it sucks <laughs> because I don't have as much data as I, as I want to have um, but at the same time you know I, I like to assume you know because it makes me feel a little a little nicer that this is just added traffic right that they weren't sharing it before and now they found a new way so this is just yes it's unmeasurable or, or can't really be measured in the in the same ways but hey let's just assume that, that this is going to just yeah. be added bonus traffic and then i can feel better about it so like you know hey billy
3: has found this new way to share information it's called uh, electronic mail email for short and <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah i get it um Okay, so we're still talking about Christmas. Christmas is coming. You've, uh, you're behind an eight ball. It's uh, Labor Day. You uh, probably, you know, you can fight for those rankings, but as, you know, as Dave pointed out a few minutes ago, it's better to fight for visibility and traffic than it is to fight for rankings at, at this point in the game. <sighs> Dave, what are some of the other ways that people can, like, uh, you know, get their website seen
1: quickly, rapidly? Um, you know, I mean, of course, that's going to depend on the type of site that, that we're dealing with, right? What is their product line? Um, you know, let's let's assume it's, a, you know, a site like Amazon just because, you know, they're they're all over the place. But, you know, it's not Amazon because all Amazon has to do is go, hey, we're here and people flock there. But, um, you know, if, if you had a site with, with lots of different products, I mean, there's lots of great ways to do it. Personally, I like social buzz. I would start now. Um, in in increasing your Facebook visibility you know start not I'm not When I say buy some likes, I'm not saying, hey, one of those people that's like, hey, we'll give you, you know, a billion Facebook likes for like 20 bucks. But I'm actually talking about promoting your site and promoting your page through Facebook to get your like counts up. Um, Because what that's going to enable you to do is as Christmas really gets closer, uh, it's going to give you an expanded reach if you want to start doing um, paid advertising out through Facebook because you can sort of funnel it in through, you know, it's it's cheaper to do it by the number of likes that you have and, and filtering out to them. Um, so it, it'll give you that added capability to, to show your display ads. But I'm finding in these types of seasons, uh, if you can do, you know Facebook is, is a great paid mechanism because you're catching people at a more social time, right? A time when traditionally they have some downtime. So it's horrible. Well, not horrible, but I, I don't find it as useful for say business stuff as I would for say Christmas um, so or, or Hanukkah related items, stuff. <laughs> right. exactly, stuff. exactly, or C to C stuff, right? Where it's like you're catching me where clearly I have some time.
3: Okay. Uh, we're going into our last minutes. There is something I want to note on social. When were, we were talking about fishing for likes, you yeah. know, um, upping your like count, we know this uh, for a fact. Um, the number of likes you get, and the number of shares you get, are not algorithmic ranking factors with Google, right? But the amount of attention you get is sort of a temporary booster it shows google that hey there is actually something to look at here and it adds to your credibility although there's no direct correlation to increased rankings and sustained rankings you might get a quick bump that lasts as long as the bursts of attention you're getting on social media last right um we've seen this in evidence um in with several of our clients, and uh, I don't know. Have you ever actually heard the searchers come right out and say that in, in so many words?
1: I never have. But you know, this is one of those fun I, times where you just go: Does it logically work? Does it make no, sense? I know this. I know
3: this to be true. Again, it's not a direct ranking factor. You are not getting an algorithmic bump because you got a whole bunch of likes, but you are showing Google and showing Bing that people are interested in the content here. And as long as that content, that interest is sustained. So is Google and Bing's interest in what people are interested in, right? Okay, I'm great to point. Cut that out. So it's a it's a way to get a quick bump. It will not be sustained. Don't bank on it, but use it. Um, we're getting pretty close to the end. There's a it's a huge long article. We couldn't possibly do it justice in a 12 uh, minute segment. But check out Search Engine Watch. Uh, yesterday, Kristen Shashinger posted last minute SEO. Here come the holidays. Uh, Dave, we're going into a normal week next week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's September. Things are settling back into uh, into the norm, post-Labor post, post uh, Labor Day norm. Uh, there'll be snow on the ground in Toronto, of course.
1: Um,
3: I'm not sure what to say past that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, we could just say, um, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll talk to you next week, and maybe we'll be even uh, a little more organized. Nah. <laughs> actually absolutely we will i
3: hate short weeks short weeks like just destroy me when it comes to workload eh
1: yeah i hear you
3: because you want to get the longest you can have a long weekend you want to (laughs) milk every possible second out of it and damned if i want to look at a monitor on over the long weekend (laughs) um but then you come back to a week like this where you just every minute counts including this last one. Friends, we've done a whole hour here on WebCology on WebmasterRadio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davies at SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stay tuned to Webmaster Radio. we got some great content coming up after the news. We'll talk to you next week.